Hi, welcome back to Idiots and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we're talking about season two, episode 16, called Roadkill. Which just sounds terrible. I know. <laughs> I always think of like flattened furry things, you know? Like... I know. It makes me so sad. <laughs> uh, I... Also, kawaii chickens. <laughs> oh my God, the everywhere. chickens in kawaii are everywhere. So... It stressed oh. me out so bad <laughs> because I was just so worried about And you'd see ones that had like limps or like one leg like i just it really stressed me out okay so we start in nevada with a man and a woman driving in a car um it's nighttime they're driving down a dark and windy road and there's snow and ice on the ground okay this woman (laughs) is played by trisha helfer and she is from Battlestar Galactica. I have not seen that yet. I know, I know. She plays one of the Cylons. She's, like, this beautiful blonde. She's, like, the epitome of, like, sexy <laughs> in in Battlestar. They dress yeah. her up, like, she's got this, like, iconic red dress. And she has <laughs> a whole lot of sex scenes. <laughs> and to me, oh, no. she is just, like, the hottest. <laughs> she plays a lot of different, a lot of different versions of that character mm-hmm. so there are some like super religious fanatic versions of her and stuff but in my mind she's just like a sex symbol <laughs> and i love her i love her she's beautiful uh, so, anyway. there's a lot of people that you know in this show that i have no idea who they are <laughs> i there was there was a good like five years of my life where i watched a lot of tv mm. just a lot yeah so that's i think it is when i met eric and he like introduced me to like comic books mm-hmm. and I was already a big reader but I wasn't into comic books so he really introduced me to like sci-fi I had like mm-hmm. the horror background down yeah. <laughs> but the whole like sci-fi fantasy stuff no I'm not super into fantasy but yeah so like there's just a lot of like the sci-fi channel <laughs> you know twilight zone yeah <laughs> so that's yeah. that's why but I love her I love her follow her on Instagram if you're listening I love you <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Let's be besties. Okay. okay so um, uh, the man is looking at a map and the woman who is driving says, we're lost. The guy says, no, this is a shortcut. She says, babe, it's just that we've been on this road over an hour and we haven't seen a single car. He says, Molly, I know how to read a freaking map. Okay. <laughs> yes, of course you do. I know. <laughs> she says, we passed a gas station a while back. Let's just go ask someone. He says, that was 40 minutes ago. We're not turning around. Molly says, come on, isn't this argument a little archaic? Men can ask directions these days. <laughs> he says, no, we can't. It's against our genetic code. <laughs> and most guys that you would say the same, or you would say that to, they would say the same thing. Yes. No, we can't. I can't. I'm good. I've yeah. got it. Okay. I've got to say that Eric is fine with asking directions. Yeah. Which I like about him. He doesn't have a weird hang up about that at all. Chris... If he doesn't know where he is, he'll, like, look it up. I don't know if he would necessarily ask somebody for directions, like, stop and ask somebody for directions. I think he would just, like, search and search and search on his phone. And, yeah. You know, like, yeah. But. Um, he says, look, I know exactly where we are. Highway 99, okay? it's It cuts right through. Then they pass a sign that says Highway 41. <laughs> he says, okay, so we're taking the scenic route. He laughs, and she says, David, it's our anniversary, and we're spending it stuck in the car. David says, I know. I'm sorry. Let me make it up to you. Okay, come here. He goes in for a smooch, and she says, stop. I'm mad at you. <laughs> he says, come on, Molly. Hey, you love me. Oh, stop it. <laughs> yeah, he tries to kiss at her again, and she says, no, I don't. You're a jerk. 
She's distracted and trying to shove him off her um, when David notices a man standing in the road. So Molly swerves the car away in time, but drives the car off the side of the road and down a hill into the woods. The car hits a tree. Molly wakes up still in the car and sees that David is gone and his passenger side door is open. So she gets out of the car and starts yelling for him. And like, why would he wander off? That's what I want to know. Yeah, you know, that's like, suspicious. Well, I mean, maybe he went to go get help. Yeah, but I you mean, would think that you would, like, check to see... How she's doing. How yeah, she's, I mean, yeah. you notice first, like, first thing he's missing, that's yeah. suspicious. Like, yeah. something, something weird is going on. Okay. So, <laughs> One might say supernatural. <laughs> I was just going to say that, damn you. <laughs> I got it first, damn it. I gotta up my game. <laughs> okay, so she walks around a bit and finds an old house shack thing with a candle lit in the window. <laughs> so she knocks on the door. No one answers, but the door is unlocked, so she goes inside. Right away, she sees um, a counter with which, with what looks like a lot of blood on it. <laughs> like some sort of torture den. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's a lot of knives all around, and she suddenly notices a man standing with his back to her. Which, is, I thought that was weird, too. Like, she notices... The things on the walls instead of the man first. I know, right? So that, yeah, that took me by surprise. So it looks like um, the man, okay, it looks like it's the guy that she almost hit with her car. She says, it's you. You're okay. I'm so sorry. I didn't see you there. Then the camera shows us his stomach and he's got a big ass hole in him. <laughs> she says, are you hurt, sir? Then he turns around. Blood starts dripping from his mouth and his face goes all like skeleton, decayish, gross. And then we get our opening title sequence. He is definitely not okay. <laughs> he is not alive, probably. <laughs> probably <Yeah>. not. <laughs> um, so we cut to Molly uh, running through the woods. She finds the road and there's a car coming. So she flags the car down by standing in the middle of the road so that the car almost hits her. It's Baby with Dean behind the wheel. <laughs> Molly says, you got to help me, please. She goes to Sam's window, which he rolls down. Sam says, all right, calm down. Tell us what happened. Both the boys get out of the car, and she says, I swerved, and we crashed, and when it came to, the car was wrecked, and my husband was missing. I went looking for him, but that's when the man from the road, he started chasing me. Dean asks, did he look like he lost a fight with a lawnmower? (laughs) So much tact. (laughs) (laughs) She says, how did you know that? Dean says, lucky guess. Sam asks her what her name is, and she says, Molly McNamara. Sam says that she should go with them back into town, but she says, I can't. I have to find David. He might have gone back to the car. Sam says, we should get you somewhere safe first. Then Dean and I will come back. We'll look for your husband. But she says, no, I'm not leaving here without him. Would you just take me back to my car, please? Sam says, of course. Come on. So they all get in baby and drive. They park where she ran off the road and they go look for the car, but it's not there. Molly says, that's suspicious as fuck. That, that is so weird. <laughs> Curiouser and curiouser. Yeah, there's no way that car could have just, like, disappeared. No. So. A tow truck did not move that efficiently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Molly says, I don't understand. I'm sure this is where it was. We hit that tree right there. This doesn't make any sense. So she walks down the hill, and Sam says very quietly, Dean, we got to get out of here. Greeley could show up at any second. Dean says, What are you going to tell her? And Sam says, the truth. Dean says, she's going to take off running uh, in the other direction. (laughs) Sorry. That was a weird place to turn my page. (laughs) Molly says, I know it sounds crazy, but I crashed into that tree. I don't know who could have taken it. It was totaled. Please, you have to believe me. 
Sam says, Molly, listen, you, we do believe you, all right, but that's why we want to get you out of here. She says, what about David? Something must have happened. I have to get to the cops. Dean says, cops, you know what? That's a great idea. In fact, mm-hmm. we'll take you down to the station ourselves. Okay, so just come with us. It's the best way we can help you, you and your husband. She says, okay. So we cut to all three of them and baby again. She says, we're supposed to be in Lake Tahoe. It's our five-year anniversary. Dean says, hell of an anniversary. Mm-hmm. Molly says, right before we were having the dumbest fight, it was the only time we were ever really argued. It was the only time we ever really argued when we were stuck in the car. Sam says, yeah, I know how that goes. Sassy Sammy. <laughs> I know. Dean looks at him like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. We don't fight in the car. <laughs> Molly says, you know, the last thing I said to him, I called him a jerk. Oh, God, what if that's the last thing I said to him? Sam says, Molly, we're going to figure out what happened to your husband. I promise. Then the radio suddenly turns on, and it's the same song that was playing when Molly and her husband were driving. <laughs> it's called The House of the Rising Sun by the Animals. Like, of all things, why that specific song? I, I never really understood that. I think that that's the song that was playing when she, like, written, like when she actually hits the guy. Yeah, yeah. So that's so it's like his haunting song. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, because right. it switched on their car stereo to yeah. that, you know. So it's like, why would he like pick that song of all the songs? You know? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Dean says, let's see. Dean says, did you? And Sam says, no. About turning the radio on. Dean says, I was afraid you'd say that. Molly says, this song, it was playing when we crashed. Then the radio dial starts moving on its own, and a voice says through the speakers, she's mine. (laughs) She's mine. Molly says, what is that? Then suddenly, in the middle of the road in front of them, is the same man that Molly almost ran over. Dean says, hold on, and presses down on the gas pedal. (laughs) We're going to get him. (laughs) Yeah. Molly says, what are you doing? But Dean drives right through the man. He's a spirit. Molly says, what the hell just happened? Sam says, don't worry. Everything's going to be all right. Then the car dies and won't restart. The engine knocking is never a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) Dean Dean says to Sam, I don't think he's going to let her leave. So they all get out of the car. Molly says, this can't be happening. Dean says, well, trust me, it's happening. Mm. Dean opens up the trunk and the boys start arming up. She takes one look and starts backing away. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) I mean, that would be terrifying. Like, all of a sudden, somebody's got an arsenal in the back of their car. It's like, what did I get myself into? (laughs) exactly. She says, well, thanks for helping, but I think I got it covered from here. Sam's like, Molly, wait a minute. But she says, just leave me alone. Just stay away. Sam says, it wasn't a coincidence that we found you, all right? She's like, what are you talking about? Dean says, we weren't just cruising for chicks when we ran into you, sister. We were already out here hunting. She says, hunting for what? Dean says, ghosts. Sam says, don't sugarcoat it for her. <laughs> she says, you're nuts. Dean says, really? About as nuts as a vanishing guy with his gut spilling out? You know what you saw. Sam says, we think his name is Jonah Greeley. He was a local farmer that died 15 years ago on this highway. One night a year on the anniversary of his death, he haunts this road. That's why we're here, to try and stop him. She says, now, I suppose this ghost made my car disappear, too. Dean says, crazier things have happened. She says, you know what? I'm all filled up on crazy. I'm going to get the cops myself. So she starts to walk away, and Dean says, I don't mean to be harsh, but I don't think you're going to get too far. Okay, if I, somebody said that to me... I would be like, what the fuck is even happening right now? And also, just start running. Yeah, especially after like, oh, let me just show you my arsenal here. And I don't think you're going to get too far. Ah, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, no. Clench everything and run. <laughs> I know. Like, doesn't matter how pretty they are. Run. I know. <laughs> right? Run, run, run. 
she says, what's that supposed to mean? Dean says, means that plan A was trying to get you out of here. Obviously, that didn't go over too well with Farmer Roadkill. Sam <laughs> I says, like that. I know. <laughs> I giggle every time. <laughs> farmer Roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> Old MacDonald had a farmer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I splat. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. Yeah. I just went real dark. Right My there. dad just told me a story about when he was little. He got his tonsils out when he was five, uh-huh. and um, we were talking about child anesthesia. <laughs> and he said that what they did for him at that age was they literally dripped ether into a mask. Oh, great! And that's that's how they did anesthesia back then. I mean. He he's he's still alive. So yeah, that. he said. And what, how this reminded me is they were like, so as he was getting higher and higher, mm-hmm. like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he was, and the last thing he remembers is saying he wanted to be a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a farmer. Yes. Yeah, it's like that kid. Is this real life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Am I gonna be this way forever? But can you imagine how unsafe <laughs> it is to just drip ether into it, like? That would never happen nowadays, right? No. Yeah. (laughs) Medicine has improved. Yes. Okay. So, uh, anyways, um, Sam says, we're telling the truth. Greeley's not going to let you leave this highway. She says, you're serious about this, aren't you? Dean says, deadly. Sam says, every year, Greeley finds someone to punish for what happened to him. Tonight, that person is you. She says, why me? I didn't do anything. Sam says, it doesn't matter. Some spirits only see what they want foreshadowing (laughs) molly says so you're saying this Greeley? he took my husband sam says look we're gonna help all right but first you gotta help us she's like how and then we cut to molly showing the boys the house shack that she was in earlier she says this is it this is where i saw him dean says uh must have been his hunting cabin Mm -hmm. seems like a real sweet guy as he looks at the knives sam says real charmer yeah (laughs) sam says no markers or headstones outside Molly says, we're looking for Greeley's grave. Why? Dean says, so we can dig up the corpse, salt, and burn it. She says, oh, sure, naturally. (laughs) Sam says, it's a way to get rid of a spirit. She says, and that will save David. Sam says, this is what will help both of you, provided there's a corpse to be found. She's like, so how do we find it? And Sam says, after Greeley died, his wife claimed the body. And that was the last anyone ever saw of her. So good guess. She bought him, she brought him back here, but they had a thousand acres, so he could be burnt, buried, wow, okay, I can see. <laughs> he could be burned anywhere. <laughs> but they had what? a thousand acres, he could be buried anywhere on them. Oh, I'm having such problems with my notes, okay. <laughs> Molly says, this is what you guys really do. You're like Ghostbusters. Dean says, <laughs> yeah, minus the jumpsuits. Look, lady, this is a fascinating conversation and all, but this highway is only haunted once a year, and we got till sunup to wrap this thing up. So what do you say we get, we move it along, okay? He's such Great. an impatient jerk. You know, like... I know. He's, I mean, I get it, but... He's being very curt with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. not... Even even for, like, his normal rapport with people, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's being kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. So... Also, I just want to say, who are you going to call? Go- Winchesters! <laughs> I almost said Ghostbusters. I did not know where you were going with that. <laughs> okay. You have seen the parody, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys at home have not, just get on YouTube, go to the Hillywood show, and watch both of the Supernatural parodies, because they are fucking gold. It might give some stuff away, though, if you're just starting. Oh, sure, yeah. If you've never 
so spoiler alert. Yeah, lots of but spoiler alert. But it is alert. great. <laughs> Super amazing. Yeah. Please watch them. <laughs> okay. So they all go outside. She asks what they're looking for. Sam says, Greeley's house, maybe he's buried there. Look for roads or paths or something. Stay close. Then Molly starts hearing a man moaning her name and asking for help. She thinks it's David and leaves Sam to search for him. At least say something. Like, don't just wander off if you're hearing voices in the woods. Like, come on. Also, Sam doesn't even notice her wandering away. Like, I, I thought that was, all of that was weird. Like, okay, they're supposed to be these great, like, I can sense everything, and I know what's going down, and I can, you know, do all these amazing things, but then you don't notice when somebody's just missing. Right. (laughs) Right. So Molly is walking when suddenly Greeley grabs her. Then Dean is there. He says, whoops, and rock salt shoots Greeley, who vanishes. (laughs) Sam comes running over and asks if she's all right, but she's all, what has that son of a bitch done with my husband? Sam says, just take it easy. You're going to see David again. You will. Then Dean finds a path. It says, hey, follow the creepy brick road. (laughs) Brick road. Follow the creepy brick road. Um, Follow, 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 follow follow the the creepy creepy brick road. road. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) It had to be done. Yeah. So while they're walking, Molly asks Sam, that thing shoots rock salt and plain salt keeps spirits away. Sam says, simple remedies are always the best. In most cultures, salt is a symbol of purity, so it repels impure and unnatural things. Same reason you throw it over your shoulder. They keep walking and find a house. Dean says, you know that just once I'd like to round the corner and see a nice house. The front door is open, so they go inside. It's full of graffiti and alcohol bottles. Sam asked Dean if he saw any headstones outside, but he didn't. Dean says, you two check upstairs. See if you can find any notes or records telling us where he's buried. I'll just check down here. So they find a room upstairs that is literally covered in papers and receipts. Sam is like, great. (laughs) Molly finds a photo album and says, look at this. It's Greeley and his wife. The photo album is full of happy pictures and love letters. She reads one and says, my God, it's beautiful. I don't understand how a guy like this can turn into that monster. Death, that's how. (laughs) I know. That is. Sam says, spirits like Greeley are like wounded animals, lost, in so much pain that they lash out. There's some part of them that's keeping them here, like the remains or unfinished business. It could be revenge, could be love, or hate. Whatever it is, they just hold on too tight, can't let go, so they're trapped. Soft Sammy feels sorry for Oh, them. he is totally soft Sammy voicing her. I love it. <laughs> this is what happens and it's tragic. I know. <laughs> so he says, caught in the same loop, replaying the same tragedies over and over. She says, you sound almost sorry for them. <laughs> Sam says, well, they weren't evil people, you know. A lot of them were good. Just something happened to them. Something they couldn't control. Dean comes in the room and says, Sammy's always getting a little J. Love Hewitt when it comes to things like this. Me, I don't like him, and I sure as hell ain't making apologies for him. Dean says he didn't find anything downstairs. Then he notices a tiny door hidden behind some furniture. It's locked from the inside. Ooh, it's a creepy little door. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Did I tell you about my friend's house that had, like, the weird rooms and stuff in it? No. <laughs> so, it was the house... So, okay, we she moved, I'm trying to think, because we moved about the same time, so it was, like, right before middle school, and they moved into this house in, like, Algona or something somewhere, yeah. and it was painted black, like, the oh house was black with white trim, and, like, you look at it from the outside, and you're like, okay, you know, that's this room, that's this room, that's this room, you go inside, and there's, like, all these extra rooms, and so, like, literally, there's a crawl space kind of like that, that just, like, 
opened up to a room that had a piano in it, of all things. Like, you literally had to crawl into the room, and there was a piano. And I was like, what? And her bedroom had this, like, in the closet, another crawl space like that, that opened up into, like, just a random room that they, like, stored stuff in or whatever. But, like, that house creeped me out. That is fucking weird i know i do not like that at all like it didn't make any sense yeah. i don't know i mean granted i was also in like middle school at the time so like <laughs> i was probably also freaking myself out more than i needed to be but like <laughs> it's just the idea of having hidden rooms i mean if you know if you have a little door you can hide that little door easily mm-hmm. you know what i mean you could hide people in there like you know who knows skeletons in the closet yeah i mean not that they would ever do that but like i would be terrified if i moved into a house and there was all these like weird extra rooms i'm like Mm -hmm. i would be like what am i gonna find in here you know like it could be something terrible you know what that kind of reminds me of did i tell you um i don't think i told you but tell me if i told said it on the podcast already but when we were house hunting um i went to this house in kent with my real estate agent and Eric was going to meet us there. So her and I got there at the same time. So we were mm-hmm. like, well, let's just check it out and wait for Eric inside. Mm-hmm. So we're looking around. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we go into the garage and there is the garage has an attic. Of course. <laughs> and it has one of those those cords that you pull down so mm-hmm. then stairs would come down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like obviously it's just a storage space up there. Mm-hmm. But we're in this garage and you can see through the cracks in the boards that the light is on up there. Nope. And I was like, uh. And she's like, what? Well, let's go check it out. And she's yanking on it and it will not budge. Like, like it kind of budges a little, but then, yeah. but like someone's holding it up. And I was like, look. We're going to die. I know. I was like, stop it. Stop pulling on it. And she was like, why don't you want to see? I was like, I think there's somebody up there. Let's get the fuck out of this garage. And she was like, oh. And then I was like, I'm not buying this house. Like, are you kidding me? It's tainted forever. I like, know. I was just no, like, let's leave. There's no coming back from we this. We are not safe. <laughs> this is I the beginning like... of a supernatural episode. <laughs> or a horror film. Right. You know? <laughs> it was so terrifying. This she... is the end. There's a difference. Okay. And you can feel like when you try and open something, it like... You know, when you're, like, messing around with, like, siblings or friends or mm-hmm. whatever, and they're, you're, like, trying to get into a door, like, yeah, and they're keeping you out. Yeah, that's what it was like. like. you know, there's a difference between that and a locked door, you know, because yeah. it doesn't budge. Or if it does, it's, like, definitely you can tell it's bolted in a certain spot. Right. Where, like, if you're trying to pull on it and it's, like, giving and yeah. then getting sucked back up, mm-hmm. no thanks. Right. That's what was happening. <laughs> it's like, Ugh. no, some, like, random per- Was it a house that somebody was living in or was it empty? I have no idea. I mean, like, we're well, there, there was no, there was it? no furniture in there. Okay. There was no furniture. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably just like an empty, I mean, somebody might've just been squatting in it and they didn't yeah. want to be found, but like, also it could be a murder den up there. You don't really know. Right. Yeah. Like, that sounds like a terrible idea. I was just like, this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about this is yeah. safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the room is locked from the inside. He kicks the door in and enters the room. He says, smells like old lady. Uh, hanging from a noose in here. <laughs> then he finds the skeleton of a woman <laughs> hanging from a noose. Dean says, and that would explain why. Well, mm-hmm. now we know why nobody ever saw her again. Molly says she didn't want to live without him. Sam grabs a chair and puts it next to the dead body. He says, Dean, give me a hand. <laughs> Dean says, really? What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> Sam says, we can't leave her here like this. She deserves to be put to rest. So they cut her down and bury the body outside. Molly says, so if you manage to, um, I don't know what this word is. Oh, okay. (laughs) The word is put. (laughs) She says, if you manage to put Greeley to rest too, what happens to them? Dean says, lady, that answer is way beyond our pay grade. 
<laughs> she says, you hunt these things, but you don't know what happens to them. Dean says, well, they never come back, and that's all that matters. <laughs> we don't know what happens, but we're sending them there anyways. <laughs> yeah. Sam says, after they let go of whatever's keeping them here, they just go. I hope someplace better, but we don't know. No one does. She asks, what happens when you burn their bones? Sam says, my dad used to say that was like death for ghosts, you know? But truth is, we still don't know. Not for sure. Guess, uh, guess that's why we all hold on to life so hard. Even the dead. We're all just scared of the unknown. Molly says, the only thing I'm scared of is losing David. I have to see him again. I have to. So we cut to later inside the house. Molly is looking at the photo album. So Sam says quietly to Dean, I think we should tell her about her husband. Dean says, we can't. Sam says, it's cruel letting her pine for him like this. I don't like keeping her in the dark. Dean says, it's for her own good. I know you feel guilty, but let's just stick to the plan. Let's get her out of here, and then we'll tell her. The plot thickens. I know. <laughs> Molly says, tell me what? What aren't you guys telling me? It's about David. You know what happened to him. Sam says, Molly. But Dean says, don't. Molly says, don't what? Don't tell me because I'll mess up your hunt. You don't care about me or my husband. Sam says, that's not true. Molly says, really? Then whatever it is, tell me, please. Then a radio in the house turns on and is playing the same song. Lovely. <laughs> Molly says, he's coming. Dean goes to investigate and finds an old ass radio, but the cord is broken off, so it's not plugged in. Then a window freezes over and written in the frost is the words, she's mine. I'd nope right out of there. I know. <laughs> Molly is standing in front of a different window and suddenly Greeley breaks through it, grabs her and pulls her out of it. Oh, that was scary, too. That was, like, a good, like, horror movie scare. Mm -hmm. Like, just grabs her and is gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was terrifying to see her just, like, being pulled back through that sucked window. Out. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so the boys run outside to chase them, but they're gone. They go back inside and search for more clues um, because there is less than two hours before sunrise. Sam picks up a photo album um, and shows him a picture of the couple in front of a building. He says, hey, February 6, 1992. Dean says, that has like, or that was like two weeks before the accident, wasn't it? Sam says, yeah, it looks like the hunting cabin, but I swear there's a tree there right where they're standing. Oh, I should have thought of it. It's an old country custom, Dean. Planting a tree is a grave marker. Dean says, you're like a walking encyclopedia of weirdness. I mean, he kind of is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Sam says, yeah, I know. <laughs> so we cut to Molly tied up with her hands above her head. She says, where's David? What did you do to him? Greeley says, you shouldn't worry about him anymore. You should worry about yourself. Molly says, I didn't do anything to you. I know about your wife. Hurting me won't bring her back. He says, my wife is gone. All I got left is hurting you. And then he cuts her chest with his fingernail, which is so gross. Like, and those must be, like, sharpened fingernails, yeah. you know? You can't do that. Like, you can scrape people and get some, like, skin off the top. But, yeah. like, to cut somebody with your fingernails? Like, that's nasty, dude. That's so gross. <laughs> Fix that. Get that is, like, that is how <laughs> infections happen. Okay? <laughs> is that all the bad things happen? Yes. <laughs> she says, please just let me go. He says, go. You're not going to leave. You're never going to leave. <laughs> then he Great. cuts her stomach. More fingernail slicing. So outside, Sam and Dean creep up on the shack. Sam tells Dean to get Molly while he looks for Greeley's bones. Dean goes inside and Rock Salt shoots Greeley, who disappears. Molly says, oh, thank God. Dean says, call me Dean. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> then Greeley comes up behind him and cuts his face, even though he's not touching him. So that's a new trick. <laughs> Dean says, this guy's really pissing me off. Then Greeley mind power slams Dean against the wall. 
Outside, Sam has dug up Greeley's corpse and is salting the remains. Inside, Greeley mind powers a knife into his hand and is about to stab Dean, but Sam lights the bones on fire just in time. Greeley takes a long-ass time to die. I, I, mean, I know. <laughs> it was He's a like, weird oh, amount of time. Oh, no. Oh, I might be dying. Oh, wait. Oh, no, yes, this, I'm dying. Oh, you know what? This really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hold on one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we cut to Sam, Dean, and Molly approaching the Impala. Dean says, oh, baby, it's been a long night. Sam says to Molly, all right, let's get you out of here. Molly says, I'm not going anywhere until you tell me what happened to my husband. All this time I've been looking for him, and you knew that. You knew that Greeley killed him, didn't you? He's dead. Sam says, no, Molly, David is alive. She's like, what? You're sure? Sam says, I'm sure. We'll take you to him. Come on. So we cut to baby pulling up in front of a house. Sam says, he's in that house right there. Molly says, I don't understand. Sam says, you will. They all get out, and Molly walks up to a window of the house. We see that David is up and making coffee. Molly says, that's not, it can't be. Then a woman comes up to David and kisses him. Molly says, what's happening? Hold on. Who is Who's the mistress? Yeah. Yeah, Like, why is he just like in a bathrobe making coffee? Yeah. Well, and at first I think she kind of is like, that's him. But it doesn't like. Maybe he looks a little older. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I had to drink some more alcohol. (laughs) Sam says, that's David's wife. I'm sorry, Molly. Fifteen years ago, you and your husband hit Jonah Greeley with your car. David survived. Molly says, what are you saying? Dean says, we're saying there isn't just one spirit haunting Highway 41. There are two, Jonah Greeley and you. Sam says, for the past 15 years, one night a year, you've been appearing on that highway. She says, no, that's not possible. It was our anniversary, February 22nd. Sam says, 1992. She says, yes. Dean says, Molly, it's 2007. She says, oh, God. And then we cut to a flashback of Sam and Dean driving on Highway 41. Dean says, all right, tell me about Highway 41. Sam says, 12 accidents over 15 years, five of them fatal, all of them happening on the same night. Dean says, so what are we looking for? Interstate interstate dead zone? Phantom hitchhiker? What? Sam says, not quite. Year after year, witnesses say the same thing made them crash. A woman appearing in the middle of the road, being chased by a man covered in blood. Dean says, two spooks? Then we cut to Sam and Dean doing some research in a library. They find a newspaper article saying tragic accident kills two in Highway 41 on Highway 41. We cut to Dean asking David, uh, where is Molly buried? David says she wasn't buried anywhere. She was cremated. Uh, outside David's house, Dean says so much for burning her bones. Sam says, yeah, but then what's keeping her here? Then we get a montage of scenes we've already seen. Like the initial car crash, Molly waking up and looking for David, and Sam and Dean almost hitting Molly with baby. Inside the car, Dean says, Dean, I don't think she knows she's dead. Then we cut back to the present, and Molly says, and Greeley? Sam says, each year he punishes somebody for his death, chasing them, torturing them, and each year that somebody is you. She says, but I don't remember any of it. Sam says, because you couldn't see the truth. She says, so that's why he won't let me off the highway, because I killed him. I killed us both. Why didn't you tell me when you first saw me? Why wait until now? Dean says, you wouldn't have believed us. Which is right. (laughs) Yeah. She says, and you needed me for bait. Which is right. (laughs) Sam says, well, we needed you. Molly, we brought you here so you could move on. She says, David, I have to tell him. Sam says, tell him what? That you love him? That you're sorry? Molly, he already knows that. Look, if you want to go in there, we're not going to stop you. 
Dean says, but you are going to freak him right out for <laughs> I life. Mean, yeah. <laughs> that is fucking true. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Sam says, David's already said his goodbyes. Now it's your turn. This is your unfinished business. She says, what am I supposed to do? Sam says, just let go of David, of everything. You do that, we think you'll move on. She says, but you don't know where. Sam says, no, Molly, you don't belong here. Haven't you suffered long enough? It's time. It's time to go. Molly walks away from them, and a bright light appears around Molly. She disappears into it. Dean says, I guess she wasn't so bad for a ghost. You think she's really going to a better place? Sam says, I hope so. Dean says, I guess we'll never know. Not until we take the plunge ourselves, huh? Sam says, doesn't really matter, Dean. Hope's kind of the whole point. Dean says, all right, Haley Joel, let's hit the road. They get in baby and credits. I totally, okay. When he was talking about Haley Joel, you know, I'm sitting there going, no, that's a hot, like, hope is all, Star Wars, Han Solo. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What, What is happening? Yeah. Anyways. It's just yeah. from The Sixth Sense. We have got to watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. My thoughts. Yes. I only have, like, two of them. Okay. But I'm pretty sure this is the first time that we've seen them dig a grave and not undig a grave. Like, I don't... There may or may not have been some point that it's happened, but I don't remember it until now. What do you mean, undig a grave? Like, like, what, like dig somebody up rather than bury somebody. Oh, okay. I think it's the yeah. first time oh, they've actually right. buried somebody rather than dig them up. <laughs> okay. I get um, what you're saying. Yeah. Which, I mean, could totally be wrong, but I was just like, huh, I wonder if this is, you know, the first time that this, this happened. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. that was one of my thoughts. But, <laughs> kind of random, like, oh, hmm, yeah. I wonder. It's okay. Um, also, I think this is the first good farewell of a ghost, too, like, where they've moved on and not been, like, just burning. Burning, or, you know. Burning like... from the bones, burning. Yeah, from getting <laughs> yeah. salted and burned. Yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. Is it? I like it. I like that you see that spirits aren't just, like, Greeley. Yeah. You know, and out to murder everybody, you like, know. Like, there's, there's some decent ones, too. Yeah. They're all a little, you know wonky in their own ways but <laughs> yeah I loved Sammy's like soft empathetic voice for all of this like yeah it was so interesting the difference like Sam being so empathetic and trying to kind of like nudge her in the direction of like all the stuff I'm saying about ghosts like I'm talking about you yeah and like his empathetic voice while Dean is like you're a fucking ghost and I hate you so I'm gonna be an ass bastard <laughs> it's you like know? good grief dude like yeah. she doesn't know don't be me but before you realize that she's a ghost you know it was noticeable how asshole Dean was being to her and you're yeah. like why are you being such a dick like, to this to this on? beautiful woman in know. you know what I mean like it's not fair. that doesn't even make sense yeah. Dean Winchester like come on buddy yeah. you're supposed to be the lady lover here yeah I mean not that Sam doesn't but like he's supposed to be like the, the womanizer not the yeah you know Dean's like, supposed to be like over the top trying to get it yeah with yeah. everybody yeah, yeah. Like, exactly doesn't matter the circumstances yeah but yeah also like it seems like Sammy is taking forever to salt Greeley. Like, mm-hmm. how much salt do you need to burn the bones? That's you know? an interesting like, question. Like, can two grains do it? Or is there, like, a limit? You know like, what I mean? Like, You know, like, you have to have at least this much. Right. But, like, I would assume, so, it seems like they salt the whole body. Mm-hmm. You know, and not just, like... A femur? A, you know, part of just, like, dump some salt on it and yeah. then light it, you know? Like, there's a whole, I don't know. It Like, they have to purify, as it were, like, the entire body versus, like, just a couple of 
pieces. I right. Guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's just weird. All of it's weird. That is weird. I want to know the answer to that question. Yeah, I have no idea. How much salt? It seems like that's important. Yeah. I mean, they. I don't think they ever go into that. Mm-mm. Like ever. Also, I think it's interesting that like salt works for like spirits, but also demons. If mm-hmm. you notice that they they do like draw salt lines so that demons can't cross in mm-hmm. some episodes. Yeah. And in some they don't. So I don't know if they just like forgot about the demon thing. I don't actually know if we've been to an episode where salt and demon has come into play. But there are a couple of those well, times. Hellhound, right? Yes. But that's not like a demon thing, really. It's a demon dog. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. But it's not like a demon. Right. Like Meg. Yeah. I'm trying to... I'm just like, okay. Because the only demon we've really seen has been Meg. Yeah. I'm thinking of an episode in a couple seasons where they um, are getting, like, ambushed by demons and they keep drawing salt on the windows and doors to keep them in. Yeah. To keep them out of the house or whatever. Oh, I think they did it with, with Yellow Eyes, too. They, like, salted so he couldn't get into the house, but he was already... But Daddy Winchester was already possessed by Yellow Eyes. Oh, yeah, with the cat, like, when they were at that cabin or whatever. Yeah. 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 What, like, what episode was that? That was, um, was it, it was either Salvation or Devil's Trap. I can't remember which one. I don't remember. It was either the last or the second to last episode of last season. Anyways, it's totally not important. I don't know. <laughs> we're both like, I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Again. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, so what was your favorite moment from this one? Oh, I swear to God, one of these days I'm going to be ready for this. <laughs> you know what? It's going to be it's going to be at the end where she is watching her husband and the other woman and is like, what is happening here? Because That's your it, favorite? Well, it was it was so surreal you know what i mean and it was such a like mind fuck like you know you know that she's a ghost at this point you know what i mean but like just to see her kind of coming to that her own realization about it Mm -hmm. you know and just like that is my husband but he's somebody else's husband now Mm -hmm. and just like all all of those emotions on her face that was it was hard to watch but it was really cool yeah yeah what's your favorite moment I think my favorite moment from this one was probably when Molly went into the light. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just seemed like a good ending, you know, like, it because I think this is the first, like, good ending for a spirit rather than, like, getting salted and burned yeah. or, you know, whatever, that sort of stuff. Like, it was like, oh, this is nice, you know? Like, yeah, for sure. I like what happened here. <laughs> right. But, yeah. So, I think that was probably my favorite moment um so our interesting facts from this episode um in the beginning of the episode um the her her, her, her husband david says that they are on highway 99 but then the couple pass a highway 41 sign on highway 99 near where it crosses highway 41 there's a street called jensen avenue that's weird. I like it. That's really weird. <laughs> like, how long has it been called Jensen Avenue? That's what I want to know. I want to know if that if that was, like, like if they knew that and wrote it that way or if it's just, like, a happy accident. They seem to know a lot of these things. That's what gets me. Yeah. You know, like, they, they always seem to know, like, 
<laughs> these little quirks about things. Yeah. And, like... Just these little connections. If you research it enough, you'll find them. Yeah. You know, that's that's the one thing that... Or, not the one thing, but one of the things that I like about doing this is that it's like, okay, you know, we're looking at the different facts about the, you know, see, the episode or, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of stuff. And you find out some, like, pretty interesting things. And yeah. Like, oh, by the way, a little tidbit, you know. Right. For sure. But... Yeah. Um, So at one point, Dean refers to Sam as J. Love Hewitt. This is a reference to Jennifer Love Hewitt and her show Ghost Whisperer, which I have seen all of. I have not seen one episode. It is like super sappy. I don't want to. It's so sappy, but I got drug into it. You know, like it was one of those, I'm going to see what this is all about. Like it looks like it could be interesting. And then, you know, I watched an episode and I was like, huh. And then I watched another episode and I was like, Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I watched the whole thing. <laughs> right. But yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think I've seen a, a few like some minutes of an episode and it was just the kind of show that made me cry a lot. Oh, she's constantly crying. In yeah. That show. And like, I, she is constantly and crying. And I, I try really hard not to watch shows with the exception of Doctor Who mm-hmm. that make me cry that much. Yeah. Just because like I have a hard time like stopping crying. Yeah. You know, even like hours later, mm-hmm. you know, and it can pull me into a panic attack and I mm-hmm. cry so much on my own anyway, <laughs> you know, that I just, I try like, I not, don't need help. Yeah. That's why I try really hard not to watch shows like that. But yeah. Doctor Who, there's some shit in Doctor Who that I'm still crying over. <laughs> like Rose. Oh, oh God. Why? <laughs> I've only seen like what four episodes, three something. Like you that, stopped right before it really gets good. We'll yeah. we'll get there. Don't yeah. worry. It just hasn't. You know, it hasn't happened yet. We haven't had the time to. Yeah, but but I fully believe that one day we'll be sitting in front of this microphone talking about Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get through Supernatural first. I know that's a lot of episodes. Right, <laughs> season fourteen, folks. I We're know. in season fourteen right now. I know. Yeah, the 300th episode is coming up, and I'm so excited for it. I'm I'm excited, too. I loved all the pictures of them for their, like, 300th episode party or whatever. Oh, yeah. It was like, oh. I know. I like you guys. I love them so much. Yeah. Also, there is this video on Instagram that, um, that Jensen's wife... I think posted. Did you see any of this? Where Maybe. the like architectural digest oh, came yeah. into their home. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the videos? Mm-hmm. They are I hilarious. Just watched one. Well, I've seen a couple little clips. Yeah, I think that that's but, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. But she snarks at them and it's great. I haven't, you know, I've only seen a couple little bits and I don't think I've really like watched an entire clip even but I mm-hmm. I mean I read the article because mm-hmm. I think it was like I was in bed and I didn't want to like play sound or whatever on right. my phone and I didn't want to get headphones and I was like I'll watch this I probably like saved it onto my Facebook things mm-hmm. or whatever but I don't one thing I, I found ever... super interesting was their bedroom okay <laughs> oh yeah because the wallpaper is um did you see it I I remember seeing pictures because I read the article yeah but I don't it's like if you're inside a theater like the um <laughs> I want to say the Pandorica and that is Doctor Who not real life <laughs> um damn it it's like you're inside a theater like in the middle of it looking up at the balconies and it's just balcony after balcony uh, of people looking at them it's real whimsical looking but it's literally people looking 
Like, that's strange. It's a, and she says, sometimes you want an audience. Oh, my God. That's what she says. And there, oh there, no. are, there are these huge wood panels also that you can slide in front of the wallpaper Which to is, cover them. And she yeah. says, sometimes you want an audience, sometimes you don't. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my. <laughs> What's happening? Like, I was, it's so funny because I've seen, like little clips of her and she always seems like so nice and reserved she, she does seem really like, oh, nice yeah you know, like I mean like not that nice would have anything to do with it but she always seems like so reserved and kind of like quieter and then it's mm-hmm. like to hear something like sometimes you want an audience yeah. and sometimes you don't it's like did that just come out of you yeah what? she was adorable in the whole thing she they like went into kitchen and she's like this is the heart of the house yeah. and Jensen's like it's the kitchen and she says this is Jensen's first time here <laughs> There was there was a, a few things like that that were just hilarious. So it was it was cool to see a little bit of her personality there. Yeah, and they have a cool house. Yeah, I want to watch it. I think I saved those um, like the videos or whatever from that, but I just haven't watched them yet. I save so much stuff on Facebook that I'm like, you know. Because I'm in bed and don't want to get my headphones, and or like I'm at work and it's like you know I've got, during my lunch and I'm like oh like this would be cool to watch but I don't want to just like play Facebook videos in the right. break room you know like yeah. it just be kind of weird so it's like I've got so many things that are saved but I never like really go through the list. Oh, I'm the same way. And so it's like there's all these things that I want to watch and I don't want to delete them because I do want to watch them, but it's just like gets overwhelming at some point because you're like. Yeah. There is so many videos to watch and yeah. no time to watch them in. I but. save a lot of, like, people's posts. Like, like I'm, like, in an anxiety group that I'm in. Like, somebody mm-hmm. asks a question and I'm like, I need to know everyone's answer to this, but no one's responded yet, so I'll just, like, save the post. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a year later, I'm like, what? <laughs> Maybe I should look at that. <laughs> Why is this? What is it? I know. What is this weird <laughs> question that somebody asked? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... So... For the interesting facts, so this episode parallels Ghost Whisperer's format of helping spirits pass on to the afterlife. Oh, is that? Minus all the tears. Oh, okay. See, I, yeah. Because, like, the whole premise of Ghost Whisperer is it's this, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt is this lady, medium, something like that, that can see ghosts when nobody else can, and she helps them, like, solve their issues and move on. Okay. Like, that's the whole show. Yeah. So... She's constantly crying. <laughs> right. It's not, I mean, it's not a bad show. It was a good show. I mean, good mm-hmm. enough to watch all of it. You know? Right, right. But, yeah. So, it was, I think you might like it, but I think you would also, like, be crying the whole time. I would. I totally you know? would. Yeah. I just, I can't. Yeah. I can't watch shows like that. <laughs> the idea of it makes me want to cry. I mean. Yeah, I don't think you would fare so well. I think it would be one of those things where you truly would like it, but it would just be too much. Too emotional, for yeah. sure. But. Yeah, I've got I've got room in my heart for one show like that, and it's going to Doctor Who. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Supernatural, I mean, it, while it's got, you know, some sad moments, it's also, like, funny at the same time. Right. So it's kind of like, it equals itself out. So it's not like, I'm going to watch this and I'm going to cry. It's like, yeah. you might cry every once in a while. I mean, I don't, I don't cry because I'm a soulless person. <laughs> According to my mother. I wish I could get some of that. Like, I mean, for me, I mean, wait, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not hitting on you. No, no, okay. No. I get it. Okay. No, like, not cry as much. Yes. I mean, I almost sometimes feel like, I should be crying at something, but I just don't because it's, like, fake. You know? <laughs> Did you cry at the next episode we're going to do at Heart? 
no, it was, it was a rough one, mm-hmm. but I mean, I didn't cry. Mm. I haven't cried at a movie or TV show or Jesus. a book. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. It's fake. The closest, I, th- I think I've talked about this before, but the closest that I came to crying for a movie was probably Titanic only because at the very beginning you see actual footage of mm-hmm. the people leaving the dock right you know? and yeah so it's you, like, that's you real. see the faces of the people that died yeah. right and it was just like what you know yeah. like oh no but I was good I yeah. mean I didn't I, I didn't cry mm-hmm. that and oh it was one of those Nicholas I think it was Nicholas Sparks movies um if I stay Oh, I haven't seen any like, of those. I think I you saw would not be able to handle that one. Okay, it's literally like this girl gets into a car accident and like her whole family dies, and she's trying to decide what. I mean, she's in the hospital and she's having this like out of body experience the whole time and like seeing everything that's going on and can like travel around and do all that sort of stuff and is like trying to decide if she should live or not. Like oh, that's my the whole God. movie. No, I can't handle it. Yeah. Like, she's going through all these, like, memories, and, you know, people are coming to visit her, and she can, like, you know, she's, like, there enough to, like, know what's happening, and she's, like, you know, she's hearing people saying that both of her parents have died, and her brother has died, and then all of a sudden she's, like, just trying to decide, like, do I even want to go there? You know, like, do I want to wake up from this? And that's, like, the whole movie, and it's just depressing. Yeah. I mean, it sounds good, but it's It was well done, but I was, like, you know, like... yeah. No, thanks. That got to me a little bit. I didn't cry, but I was kind of close. Mm-hmm. Like, that and Titanic have been the worst two for me. Wow. But. One of the worst, worst movies for me <laughs> was the movie AI. Did you ever see that? Uh-uh. It's, um, it's Haley Joel Osment as a little boy, and he is actually, so it's in the future, and he is actually a, a robot child. Huh. Ugh. Okay, first you've got, you've got. A sympathetic fucking robot. Okay. And he, he it, it is just so sad because all he wants is like the mother's love and the, the parents have like a real kid too. Mm-hmm. And so the robot is constantly like trying Look to win their love. Yeah. And in the end, like, like the mom dies. Like it's so far in the future. There are frigging aliens like <laughs> trying to resurrect her from her DNA so he can have like one last moment with her. Oh God. The whole thing made me cry. And I cried for hours afterwards. Yeah. And I was on like a vacation with like not my family. I was supposed to be happy. I was just like, I stayed in the bathroom of the movie theater for an hour after just like, just like ugly weeping because I couldn't get my shit together. This was before I knew that tranquilizers were a thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this was like, there is no stopping it. It was awful. I mean, it was just like in there shaking for mm. the sadness of this robot boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, that was the worst movie for me so far. Oh. Well, <laughs> to change the subject, our our research from this uh, episode. So this is from tra- the travelchannel.com and it's 10 haunted highways and byways. So Ooh. I'm not going to read all 10 because that would be a lot. <laughs> yeah. However, I will read the ones that are specific. I mean, some of them are like, oh, you know, like this is a... Under, or like an overpass. I almost said underpass. Well, I guess. I think that's a thing. I think that's a thing, too. But at any rate, you know, it's like not really a road thing. It's mm-hmm. just like this bridge does weird things. Okay. You know? Like, okay. Not what we're looking for. So 
The first one is about Route 66. Um, and it says, you might not expect Route 66, America's mother road, to be menacing. You'd be wrong. Beginning in 1926, it was one of the first highways in the U.S. highway system running from Chicago to the Pacific Ocean. Over the years, it seemed to attract the undead from spooky hitchhikers waving pale thumbs to paranormal happenings in roadside hotels. It encompasses some 100 frightening spots in all, including the Hotel Monte Vista in Flagstaff, Arizona, where a phantom bellboy knocks on guest doors at night mm-hmm. to the mysterious spook light and an unexplained orb that appears in the dark sky over Quapaw, Oklahoma. I don't know if I said that right or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to a theater in Albuquerque, New Mexico, plagued by a mischievous little boy who died in there in a 1951 boiler explosion. Oh my god, that's so sad. Like, it sounds like you just go down this highway and it's, like, constant things. You know? <laughs> I know, that sounds amazing. Or not. <laughs> the things that sound amazing to you are definitely, I mean, <laughs> like, I okay. want to stay away from them. I mean, I first heard about ghost hunting when I was a wee little lass watching Scooby-Doo. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. ever since then, it's just been, I mean, on my mind. <laughs> I have you always, always on my mind. <laughs> I have always wanted to ghost hunt. I mean, yes, I did ghost hunt in my late teen years, but that was more of like a, hey, let's go drinking in graveyards experience, <laughs> as opposed to having, like, real equipment. You know yeah. what I mean? We didn't, we had some, like, <laughs> recorders. Yeah, we, we had some, like, recorders and stuff and cameras, but we mm-hmm. didn't have, like, you know, like, electronic voice phenomena or, yeah. like, the EMFs or anything, yeah. so... I mean, I just, I still, like, that's still my dream job. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nope. Yeah. You have bigger cojones than I. <laughs> I would pee my pants and run. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, uh, oh, I, you know, who I found out really ghost hunts is um, the actor who plays Ash from Ellen and Joe's Roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Mullet boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was listening to um, the Wayward podcast. Have you listened to that yet? I haven't, but I want to. Oh, so it's um, uh, Kim Rhodes and Brianna Buckmaster, right? Mm-hmm. Doing their podcast. And it's it's really good. I really like it. Each episode okay. is like 20 minutes, so it's really short. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly like being in one of their panels at the yeah. convention. Like they're Which just are amazing. Going, yeah. Yeah. They're really good. Like they can go from like happy to like super deep and like it works Mm -hmm. and that's what they're doing in this podcast yeah it's literally like just like being honest like not on a stage because that sounds like pooping but (laughs) it's literally just like sitting there having a conversation with them and it's it's really inspiring actually you should listen to it they're really like if they were not actresses i especially kim Mm -hmm. i think that they could be like awesome motivational speakers oh my god for sure you know like you just you go to one of their panels and afterwards you just feel like i can do life and i can like you know like i got this and they're like you got this and it's like yes i do yeah that's exactly what they're not in like a cheesy way you know like in an awesome like you guys are legit sort of way you gotta listen to it i think that they are a podbean podcast like we are so yeah yeah okay i i think they're on. I think I've seen them on iTunes. Uh, yeah, they're they're on all of the platforms. Yeah, but but I think that they're. I'm just I'm just shouting out to Podbean because that's who we who, who hosts us. <laughs> Thank, woot, woot. Thanks, Podbean. We love you. Okay. <laughs> yes. But anyways, yeah. more ghost stories, please. <laughs> so the next one is called Ghost in the Road. 
Um, it says, go on, tell yourself you're not afraid of ghosts. I don't tell myself that. <laughs> but, I don't either. <laughs> then feel your heart pound when you read this. A Louisiana, a Louisiana man once donated several statues to a New Orleans cemetery after the death of his beloved daughter, Mona. He asked to have one of them displayed on a pedestal in her memory. Unfortunately, the statue was later destroyed in a car chase with unruly teens. Now Mona can't rest. Passing drivers say she floats up to their cars dressed in white and clawing at their windows. Oh my god. No, thank that you. That is terrifying. <laughs> like, I don't like it. Nope. I don't like it at all. Nope. That's terrifying. <laughs> so our last one is horrible hitchhikers it says it's not a good idea to pick up hitchhikers like yeah okay it's, it's not no like, shit. <laughs> i feel like this is pretty self-explanatory i okay. always wondered about the people that actually do pick up hitchhikers that's what i say it's no safe picking up a hitchhiker it's Mm-mm. not safe to be a hitchhiker because who's gonna pick you up the people that can fu- i mean of course that's not always true but like but i just, feel like most of the time you know? put your life in a stranger's hand like yeah. like what kind of person isn't afraid of you the kind of person that can fuck you up yeah right yeah which i mean you should be worried yeah you're like just walk (laughs) will it take you forever to get there sure will you get there alive probably aside being like hit from a car you know like that no Mm -mm. terrible idea and if somebody stopped by the side of it like if i got stranded somewhere and i was like having to walk to the next you know freeway exit or whatever Mm -hmm. like if somebody stopped and was like hey do you want a ride i'd be like no thanks you know like I'm good, you know, like... Keep driving. Uh, yeah, I'm, please go away. I'm talking to the police right now on the phone, like, you know? Just so you know. Yeah. I know, I know what could happen, and yeah. it is not going to be today, you know? Like, oh, this one time, I got a flat tire uh, on, on 167, mm. right before it connects with 405, and it was rush hour. Oh, that's like the worst, too. It was too. rush that's hour, like yeah. the worst area. So I pulled over to the side of the road, and I didn't know what was happening because I had never had a flat tire before. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't, like, a sudden jerk. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it didn't, like, pop. It just, like... You just kind of, like, it, thunk, thunk, thunk. Yeah, it yeah. just started to make the noise. And so mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck, I broke my car. Like, what did <laughs> oh, I do? No. So I pulled over, and I'm waiting for a tow truck to get there because I had AAA. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and this guy pulls... Um, out like or pulls up behind me and it's this young guy like my age I was like 21 at the time mm-hmm. um, and he was like you have a flat tire you know do you want me to change it for you and I was like I mean if I had a spare tire yes but I don't yeah. <laughs> so so also please stay out of my car I know <laughs> I, I, but he was like but I was like it's a flat tire because I didn't even know that because I wasn't going to yeah. get out in the road and to where I could look because yeah. there was cars and cars and cars there yeah, like, let you me know just stick my head in right i was like there's no there was in a, it was in a small space so there's just no way i could you know look at it mm-hmm. and he was like oh it's a flat and i was just like i was so grateful that it was just a flat <laughs> Not that like i hugged dead. him <laughs> i was like thank you and i hugged him but i was also like go away now <laughs> <laughs> and we had our moment please leave. yeah <laughs> yes thank you please leave <laughs> So. I don't like any of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. yeah. I, I've had a flat tire one time and it was, I never like made it out of my car, a, a cartment. Wow. Plong text, I think is where I was going with that. And that did not work. <laughs> Apartment complex. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I don't fine. know. It's fine. But so I like pull out of my parking spot and like I was going slow enough to where you couldn't really tell. Mm-hmm. And then I started to t- like try and drive away and I made it like all of maybe 
20 yards and my car was like thunk 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 and I was like oh man and you could feel the car like jolting and it was like super low at one part and I'm like I definitely have a flat tire Mm -hmm. and this lady like I get out of my car and I go to look to see which tire it is and she's like you've got a flat tire and I'm like no kidding (laughs) I mean Maybe she thought that I, like, to be fair, it probably looked like I was like, what's going on? Because I was like, this can't be happening because right. I was on my way to work. Yeah. And I had to, like, call work and say, like, you have to cancel my first couple of appointments because I don't know how long it's going to take to get this changed and, like, figure out how to get my flat, or get my flat tire off. And, you know, mm-hmm. not that I hadn't seen how to do it before. And, like, my dad had kind of, like, walked me through it, but he'd always... I can't learn something like that just by, like, watching somebody do it. I have to do it. But he'd never done that. It was more of, like, a, I'm just going to do it for me, watch. Mm -hmm. Or do it for you and watch. And so I was, like, calling my dad going, okay, where do I put the jack on the car? So then that way I don't, like, break in the car frame somehow, you know? Like, where do I put it? Like, is there a spot that, like, looks different? Like, walk me through it. And he's like, do you want me to do it? And I was, like, so frazzled at that point because I was, like, gonna be late way late for work and all that sort of stuff that I'm like fine yeah because he was already in the area for like a doctor's appointment or something like that so mm-hmm. I still have not actually changed a flat tire I never have but yeah I don't yeah. I don't even know if my car has a spare tire I know mine does okay I should probably find out because they showed me that when we bought it yeah and I'm like ours is a brand new car too I mean we bought it new so it probably it's does. almost always in your trunk yeah, so, like, like under. under the little mat in the trunk, mm-hmm. you, like, lift that up, and then there's a spare down there. Okay. But it's not, like, the same tire that you it's would like need. A, it's, this like, a tire smaller will, one. Yeah, this tire will work until you can get a new one. Yeah, and it's, like, I, I think you're only supposed to go, like, 50 or 55 with it. So, like, okay. you shouldn't probably go on the freeways unless mm-hmm. you're going super slow and, you know, which annoys people. But if you gotta get, if you gotta if do you gotta it, do you gotta it, do it, you, do it, do it, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> um... So anyways, back to the hitchhikers. Right. <laughs> um, so this says it's an especially bad idea on Route 44 in Rehoboth, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Totally probably said that wrong. Um, <laughs> for over three decades, drivers have claimed to encounter a bearded man with dark eyes who resembles the victim of a deadly car crash. <laughs> Pack your car with passengers if you encounter him. He's said to mysteriously appear in empty back seats, and when he leaves, your car radio will squawk with static and your car will shake. Sometimes they say you can hear his maniacal laughter through the noise. Oh my god. No thanks! That is scary. <laughs> not today, I Satan! Love, not today! <laughs> I love it. That is so scary. How do you love that? that I just love like the idea of it. I would pee it. my pants. Like, I would, like, totally, not by myself, but want to be, like, <laughs> go driving around there. No. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Ghost hunting, bitch. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Not me, bitch. <laughs> no freaking way, man. No freaking way. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Uh, uh, let me just go pick up something unholy. It's fine. I'll do this in my spare time and I might live through it. Nope. Nope. Maybe <laughs> I could J Love you at that shit and help or him <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be all bad. All bad things would happen. Yeah, I probably would. Like, ugh. I mean, I wouldn't do it if Killian was in the car. <laughs> I've seen the Supernatural episode, and I know how it ends. Right. They always show up in the back seat, and the radio static goes funky, and they sometimes talk. Like, yeah. nope. Mm-mm. All right. That's, like, straight from a Supernatural episode. It is, from this one. Yeah. Pretty much. 
Yeah, pr- well, kind of. Yeah. Nobody, like, appears in the backseat. They get put in the backseat. Right, but, right. You know, anyways. So, <laughs> what is your idget or ass butt moment from this week? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, this happened the last time we recorded. Um, but oh, every time we record an episode, <laughs> we then download it onto my phone or transfer it onto my phone. I don't know the right terminology. We hook it up with a... With a USB cord mm-hmm. and like transfer it over to my send phone. Send over to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and every time we do it, it's like, nope. <laughs> nope. And I, I, I honestly, like, we try it like five times and then I have to reboot my phone. And after I reboot my phone, it'll do it. Unless you reboot your phone the very first thing and then you have to reboot it again because yeah. it's like, nope. I'm on to you. I'm so, going to stall. Yeah, so it's always like 20 minutes of like, is it going to work now? Is it going to work now? Is this the time it's finally not going to work? Such a pain. At what point do we give up? Yeah. Right? So anyways, I had my husband's phone with me the last time. And um, we were like, okay, let's transfer it onto his phone. And it worked the first fucking time. <laughs> no problem. And just like, oh, Everything was golden. And you know, and I have, I have an old like – Samsung Galaxy. I don't even remember which one it is. Like maybe seven or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But like, <laughs> it's 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 a couple. Like it's like maybe three. It's like the model from three years ago, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's had so many software updates that like <laughs> it's just so slow. Everything is slow now, especially using like Google Maps. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like once it's like got its place on location and giving you the directions it's like real time fast Mm -hmm. but just like the process of like opening up the app Mm -hmm. and clicking to hey I want to search and waiting for that to show up and then typing in an address or you know clicking on home or whatever it Mm -hmm. takes five minutes Mm -hmm. like I'm not exaggerating the time it is awful and I know it's just because like my phone is so old but sounds like you need a new one I know I can't afford a new one right now you can't like upgrade with like, because it's, do you I have, have a contract? Yeah, I have AT&T. All that does is give you a discount on it. It's still hundreds of dollars. Yeah. You know? Usually, like, well, because, like, I have Verizon. Mm-hmm. And you get the, like, when you get your upgrades, it's just, like, you can add, like, $6 a month or something onto your phone bill and oh, just, yeah. like, pay it off over X yeah. amount of time, you know, which is nice. That's usually what I do, so then mm-hmm. that way I don't have to, like pay out a chunk of change all yeah. at once. I'm not sure if AT&T offers that. We'll have to look at that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, I you know what? <laughs> AT&T is probably the most expensive, but their customer service is gold. Also that if you fuck up your phone and need a new one, mm-hmm. like you can. Yeah. They like give you one yeah. without charge. That's nice. So, and I know a lot of people don't do that. Even with having insurance, yeah. you still have to pay a chunk of change. Yeah. So... I did get the insurance on my phone most, and I never used to, but since I've started riding, like, I take my phone with me. Yeah. So, like, if I do, for some odd reason, get flung or I do something stupid and fall off or, you know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing, if I hurt myself, I can, like, call. Right. That's But, right. like, so I got the insurance on my phone just in case, you know, I'm riding and it, like, pops out of my pocket into a mud puddle or, you know, like, right, right. it, like, it drops and then the horse steps on it or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, but, Yeah. That's, I haven't had to use that yet, thank goodness. Oh my gosh, though, one time I had the hose going <laughs> at the barn. Yeah. And it, like, I had it, I don't know what even I was doing. I think I had the hose running and I, like, turned around somehow and did whatever. And, like, my phone was, like, charging side up. And I just, like, poured water into my phone oh, from no. the hose. And it started, like, doing this, like, roll, roll, roll. Oh my God. I'm like, oh my God. 
you know, so I like flip it upside down and I'm like shaking it. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, trying to like blow the water out of it. And it was fine. Wow. That's amazing. I didn't do it. I was, but I was like, oh, thank God. you know, and yeah. I think, I think my phone may or may not be like waterproof up to like a certain like yeah, time yeah. slash depth. So like mm-hmm. I got real lucky because I poured it like right into the speakers and the charging. Oh my God. <laughs> or, you know, like, yeah. You probably I, do have just, that on like, your phone. hit the case and yeah. run off, but oh yeah that was terrifying the reason i'm still with at&t instead of a cheaper one is that most like verizon doesn't get good service where we live here really yeah because like i've always had good service with verizon anywhere like in the middle of the woods too oh really like everyone i know like except for you now has (laughs) been like what's up with your service here yeah you know see it's interesting because like i have verizon and chris has Mm at&t and while he has more data per month and his bill is, like, $50 cheaper than mine. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're going, like, hiking or something like that, my phone is the only one that works. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. It just depends on the cell towers where they're at. Yeah. You know? It's interesting. Because, like, I've – there's only been, like, one time, and it was out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, in eastern Washington, there's oh, nothing yeah. else around, you know. And I didn't have – service or like very spotty mm-hmm. but also nobody had service so it was right. kind of one of those like eh, you know? yeah there's nothing out there Mm-mm. that's why yeah well, what was your idiot or ass butt moment <laughs> so my ass butt moment for this week was toby stepping on my foot because he was being a little ass butt oh no and i'm you know doing stuff with his feet and because he's got like he's had shoes on his feet for so long that he's mm-hmm. got kind of like not like fungus or anything but like kind of like bacteria ish and so I've been like, oh you told me about that yeah tea tree oil and that sort of stuff on his you feet you talked about that a little bit yeah. yeah and like he just decided that for some reason when I was working on one of his feet something freaked him out I don't even know but he just like shoved his foot down and stepped right on my foot and oh. I was like oh and like my toes got really warm and throbby and I'm like he broke my foot great I'm not gonna be able to get it out of my boot you know yeah. like, I don't know oh my God. and I was like gimping around for a little bit turns out it was fine I didn't even really have a bruise it was like okay. red mm-hmm. but it was fine so but it hurt and oh man I was like you son of a you know like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like what are you doing and I'm like you know just, just like waving my arms at him like you idiot what are you doing and he's just like oh my god oh my god Oh, yeah. Like, I freaked him out a little bit, but also, like, dude, don't. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't just, like, do that sort of stuff. You're too big for that. So, when we do have moments like that, he never does it again because I freak out and I'm like, stop it, stop being stupid. And he's like, oh my God. And so, like, you can almost see the little wheels turning in his brain sometimes. Like, he's smart enough. He's like, I've done this before. Mm-hmm. It ended badly. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it again. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's good. He learns quick. Yeah. But my cousin one time, she used to, I think she used to volunteer. Maybe she was employed there, but I think she volunteered for um, Little Bit, which is a therapeutic horse riding place mm-hmm. um, out in, I think, Woodenville. Um, but my aunt has uh, worked there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my cousin was, I'm probably saying this so wrong because it's so long ago, but this is my understanding of it. She was like teaching a class for kids Mm -hmm. and so she had this horse uh with her and she was standing next to the horse with the kids all around her and the horse bit her on the arm and didn't let go what it just bit her 
Jeez. And she had to act like she was okay because yeah, there was all these tiny kids around. And they're going to freak yeah. out. Yeah. And I don't remember what happened to her arm. I remember, I remember it was bruised and horrible, but I don't, yeah. I can't remember if it, I don't think it was broken. I don't remember her wearing a cast, but it was so long ago. It would be so sore for a long time though. Yeah. Oh yeah. But just, yeah. just, I mean, having to, cause the horse like chomped and stayed chomped. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like a little bite and then release. Like, oh, hey. <laughs> so to have to like pretend that you're cool. Well, While that's happening. Yeah, eaten. I just can't even, <laughs> can't even imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been bit once or twice, and it doesn't feel good. And it was like nips. It wasn't like a bite and hold on, but it yeah. was like the couple of them were good, like solid, like crunch. And I'm like, ah, you know, like but I mean, mm-hmm. there was not little kids around or anything right, like right. that. So I was just like, you will never do this again. You know? Yeah, like, totally. Not by my horse. By yeah. Other crazy horses, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Anyways, so that was my ass butt moment for oh, the week. Was I'm sorry, Toby being a just total <laughs> and stepping on me and not real, like just not not all the brain cells were firing. <laughs> Killian bit my boob. <laughs> what? Recently? He, yes. It was like two days ago. I don't know what was happening. We were we were like wrestling or doing something where like we like sword fight with his foam swords yeah. and then like he gets close enough and I wrap my arms and legs around mm-hmm. him if I'm sitting down and yeah. I say, Mom trap, mom trap, you're stuck and then I like fall over so he falls yeah. over. Yeah. So we're doing that and he couldn't move. And it's not like I restrain him for very long. Yeah. And if he says stop, of course I do. Yeah. But he just freaking bit my boo. <laughs> it's like no warning. And just I was like crunch. Ah! <laughs> What did you and, do that I know, for? and he was like, "Mommy, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And like, I'm like, "It's cool. Like, <laughs> like for one, you don't touch boobs. You don't bite them, especially. Yeah. You know what? You don't bite anyone ever." Yeah, like, and he was like, he was like, "I'm so sorry." And I was like, "I forgive you. Yeah, you know, like, we're cool, do yeah. but don't bite people." And he was like, "Okay." And he was like, "Oh my god." <sighs> well, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thank you. Thank you.